0: What? Welcome to Tales from the Abyss, on most unfiltered, unselfish, unapologetic, unpretentious, the greatest celebration of freedom of speech in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Tell him, Jay. Tell Folks, him. by that opening, you know it's going to be a special episode of Tales from the Abyss. Thank you for
1: tuning in. I am Jay Linderman, along with my good friend and co host, Mr. Padua Rojo. Folks, tonight we're actually going to be talking about a genre we haven't even touched yet here on Tales from the Abyss. I don't know why, because I know normally we stick with our normal action, horror, sci-fi stuff. But this week, in honor of college football, starting this weekend, yes, this freaking weekend, we're going to be talking about two football movies that have actually become cult classics. So with that, my friend, I want to toss it over to you. Why don't you tell the folks what we're talking about tonight?
0: Folks, we're talking about nineteen ninety-three, the program. Now a uh man, just an instant classic. James Caan, Halle Berry, Omar Epps, uh Christy Swanson. Let's see who else isn't there. That's about it from the big names.
1: Oh yeah, it's got a great cast. There's also uh Omar Epps, who was the big nineties actor back at the you know, during that time um God, what's that kid's name that played the quarterback joe kane i cannot remember his name he's in so much stuff and i cannot remember the guy's name craig scheffler or something like that
0: yeah that's his name that's his name jay yeah. you got okay. all you always got all them names right
1: yeah he uh he was a big 90s actor as well he was in a bunch of stuff i mean unfortunately though joe kane he's playing a. He's playing a junior in college, and looks like he's about thirty-seven
0: years old. But whatever. Yeah. That's what I said. Most of them guys don't look like they're uh, like eh, like have, none of them looked like they were college kids. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. nope, nope. But James
1: Con, yeah, the late James Con, R.I.P. Is uh, the head coach, Coach Winters. Uh, it, the program really meant. It, it, it's just a sit down fun entertaining turn your brain off type of movie.
0: Yes. Yes, film in um uh, film in various locations, uh university mostly in University of South Carolina. Oh, okay. So, I, I'm assuming that's where they filmed the stadium scenes in. Yeah, because that's why you have uh there was a part, I had to shake that out because to figure out what was going on because there was a scene where uh this, this guy was in the stands, and he had the Gamecock logo, and I was like, what? And then I said, God, they had to film that there. And, yeah, they, they filmed it there. They also went on to film in other universities, Boston College, Duke University, in uh-huh. uh, Michigan, and University of Iowa. Okay. Yeah, but most, uh- of, most of what we got to see was University of South Carolina. All right.
1: Well, I mean, I... I- the stadium you
0: know, scenes always look familiar. Now I know. <laughs> yep. You have probably seen. Uh, man, I thought your 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 the, the 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 Crimson Tide got beat up there once bad back when. Uh, yeah, had, Alabama lost there back in 2010. Yeah. Yeah, 2010. That Steve Spurrier was. Steve uh, the head coach of yeah, North Carolina. He, yeah, he was the head coach. Yeah, it was one hey. of those rare times that uh, Alabama went there and got their asses whooped. Yeah, we don't have to relive that. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I just remember because I was living there and life wasn't that good, so. Oh, dude, I was, uh... God, it
1: was 2000. That was
0: Yeah, then. I was living
1: on St. Simons Island.
0: Oh, no, Jay. Oh. <laughs> Where were you, Jay?
1: I was living in St. Simons Island, Georgia. That's as about an hour from Jacksonville.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, I was working down there at the time. I'd just gotten out of the service at the time and. uh... I was working down there. But I just remember watching that game. I won the local sports bars.
0: Oh, Jay, I have a – no, we're talking Georgia here, Jay, and I had a place. I had something in here that I needed to ask you about. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know, Jay, about a place? I got a friend of mine. Big shout-out to C. Riggins. He works on lights. He works on big concerts, any kind of concerts, mall concerts, all kinds of stuff. He's – He's a technician. He does lights and sound system for big bands. And he was working uh this weekend in Atlanta. Uh actually the name of the the person that he was working was the, the weekend. It was a, okay. con- a concert. Well, Jay, they have a place in Atlanta. It's called the Atlanta Breakfast Club. Okay. Are you familiar with that place? I am not. No? Okay. Have you have you ever heard of mm-hmm. a, a breakfast item? It's called the Dirty Bird. It's a waffles eggs, bacon, and chicken, smothering pepper gravy, and yeah, syrup, and I've heard, I've hot sauce. Heard uh, you've heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of that.
1: That was like a big thing several
0: years ago. Oh, okay. Um, My friend had that it. That
1: was one of those dishes that everybody was talking about. I mean, I guess they still have it. But. They
0: still do? Because he had one this Saturday, and he posted it. I said, I, I took a screenshot of it, and I said, I have to ask Jay Lenderman about this delicatessen, because only in the South would they think of doing something this beautiful.
1: That's right, man. Let's make a meal where
0: your heart stops. <laughs> you may <laughs> Man, you may not make it to eleven o'clock that morning, but you're gonna go out happy. I can assure you that.
1: Hey, you feel like having a
0: corner? Sure, let's go to Georgia. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, what a beautiful Okay, and now another question, Jay. Uh uh-huh. and this one also has to do with um with the great state of Georgia and your city of Atlanta. Are you still there, Jay? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. Okay. Our old
1: friend, Sid, is actually texting me right
0: now. Oh, okay. Well, I had a text from a, of our, our older friend, Red Beer. Red, uh, Red Beer happens to be in Atlanta, Georgia, for a concert. And okay. he's at a bar at a hotel, a very nice hotel. And they have this exclusive beer. I think it's from a local brewery, but I'm not absolutely sure. And it's called Los Bravo's. Mexican Lager. Have you ever heard of that? I have heard of that, yes. So that's probably from a local brewery. Yeah, that sounds like something that would be local. That's what I thought, because he's, he's Mexican and he doesn't know anything about this beer. They don't they, That beer does not exist in Mexico. And if now, it's making it to the States, it would have to be something as big as Modelo. You would have... Or Dos Equis. You would have commercials and stuff about it. Yeah,
1: I've never... I had it myself,
0: but I have heard of it. Yeah, well, I just wanted to ask you about those two uh, two items that you can only find in the state of Georgia. So Juan Jay already let us know that you're more likely going to end up at an ER, and the other one, he's heard about it, but he hasn't have it. So, so
1: did he? Did he eat the Dirty Bird Special? Oh
0: tea? yeah, yeah. I mean, he's skinny as can be. This guy can have three of them things, and I don't think he he should be in any yeah. danger.
1: So he's got
0: a metabolism like a thoroughbred. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I, you know, you're working those uh, lights and you're working those stadiums for twelve and fourteen and fifteen hours, getting that thing right. You know, you're working yeah. a lot of hours on your feet and moving around. This guy, he's good at what he does. But Jay, I would love to have you around me if we ever pass through that restaurant because I need somebody to talk me out of trying this dirty burger. <laughs> the way you, I enc- think, I'm
1: not gonna lie, man. Like.
0: The, way you the Tom's ex-
1: bottle is already calling me,
0: and I ain't even had it yet. <laughs> you know. The way you explain it is the uh, is the best way to uh, to have an understanding about why it's dangerous, or you should order and only eat half. <clears throat> I mean, I'd split one when you
1: had to try
0: it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. about that's about it. But uh, I want to do. I wouldn't eat
1: the whole thing. You know, I've got a lot to live for nowadays.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You're racing kids and stuff. <laughs> How about uh Jay Jay um from all this uh all the guys that we're talking about in here um Christi, mm-hmm. Christy Swanson man that's crazy Christy Swanson
1: now that's a name
0: from the nineties yeah yeah she was big big times in the nineties now I don't know what she's up to now but old good old Christy well she's still good looking I mean she's older now she's fifty two years old she's still active. Yeah. I remember seeing her in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Uh-huh. Um, gosh, she was in a bunch of stuff. Of course, eight, the
1: program that like we're talking about. Eight and, hits
0: in a duffel bag back in 1997.
1: Yeah, Higher Learning, which was this John Singleton movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, dude. It was in a bunch of stuff. Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty in Pink and uh, Fairy <laughs> Bueller's Day Off. She was on that. And, you know, that's a big... Ferris Bueller. Who was she? In,
1: oh, she she had a small role in Ferris small, Bueller. Oh, yeah,
0: that's when she was think, getting started. Yeah, yeah, she was getting started on that one. Yeah. But yeah, at but least, yeah,
1: Christmas Swanson's a, a a good name. Um, I, I said the name Omar Epps earlier. I don't think, I think Omar. He, I, I don't. Think he's. I, I think he's gone on to have a pretty successful TV career.
0: I think it has to be TV because he's still present, but I have never seen him on any big movies ever since. Uh, the really? 90s yeah since the 90s i haven't seen him in any big movies but he was a big big actor back in the day
1: oh yeah he was popular i remember yeah,
0: he was on uh, er i
1: remember he was popular he he took over the role of uh willie mays hayes from wesley snipes in major league two
0: yeah okay the last time that we saw him he was on a on a house the the okay the, the fox medical drama okay yeah, and he also was not a series, this one was a short-lived uh, series for TV, uh, 2016 to two- 2018. It was called Shooter. Oh, uh, I've heard of that, too. Okay. Yeah. Ne- so, I've
1: never watched it, but I've
0: heard of it. Yeah, so that's pretty much, I mean, that's pretty much all that we have uh, That we have heard of him. So, yeah, you're right. He went on to become a uh, big time on television. You know, he was on screen, too. That's right. He was in the beginning with Jada Pinkett. Uh-huh. So yep. that that's about it. I with her with her GI Jane haircut, is
1: I gonna slap
0: me? <laughs> you, be- you better watch out. You better <laughs> watch out because that man he keep his his keep his name out of a, keep his wife's name out of your mouth. Oh <laughs> uh, no, man! I know. big Willie
1: style.
0: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he ain't slapped them rappers that were sleeping with her, but he sure the hell want to take one and and go and uh, slap the comedian.
1: Yeah, let's go slip around with Adam Sandler's friends. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> but who, who, I was going to ask you about this movie, the program, though. And I, I'd said earlier, it's basically mindless entertainment. But yeah, With program. all the teams that now the name of our team in the movie is the Eastern State Timberwolves. The Timberwolves, yeah. Okay. Now the the teams they play. Let's look at this real quick. Okay, they play. Uh, Mississippi State, SEC. Uh huh. Michigan, which is Big Ten. Big Ten, yeah.
0: Iowa, uh, Big Ten.
1: Iowa's Big Ten. And then Georgia Tech, which is ACC.
0: ACC. And
1: then, and then on the radio, you don't see the game, but on the radio, you hear they play
0: North Carolina, which is ACC. So, what conference is this team in? They're, uh, they're like the, uh, like the firing Irish, they're the Notre Dame of uh, college football. You think independent? Yeah, independent. Whoever pays them, that's who they play. I don't know. I mean, it's just a movie. They, 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 they. I, get the... I was just thinking
1: about that. They I think
0: like, if, oh, you, if you if you would have so made it. this movie today, and you would have taken it and turned it into, you know, in the South, I don't care what they tell you. In other places, they got. It. And I'm not. I'm not originally from the South. I've been living in the South uh, a great deal of my life. But this is some big time big 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 time <laughs> and rivalries and sports uh when it comes to college football this is uh this is about as real as it gets down here man this is serious stuff i hear you so hear you. they if they would have made this movie and made it like yeah this is some kind of make believe uh, uh country ass town where all they got is this team it would have been a little bit more uh more intense, but you're absolutely right. They were all over the place. Cause at one point I was rewashing it. I had already seen it years ago and I was rewashing it. I was like, man, they're in the Big Ten. They're in the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the ACC. I was like, man, what a bunch of bulls. They're all over the place. Uh,
1: that's what I was saying. I was like, all right. Anybody else from the Sunbelt whatever? Sun Sunbelt Pac you know? <laughs> Sun 12, let's go.
0: And okay. that's all, that's all I could think of. I said, well, you know what? This is uh this is uh just uh Notre Dame this is the uh, the fighting irish of uh of college football here in this movie they just whoever mm-hmm. pays them that week that's who they go and play well
1: i don't know i thought about that when i rewatched the movie over the weekend i was like damn, what conference could they be in
0: <laughs> but, yeah, and to be
1: honest i didn't even think about independence cuz Notre Dame's the only independent left
0: yeah they're the only, they're the only in and i don't even uh, did do are, are they still uh, independent or they finally win no. with the acc They're in the ACC in every sport except football. Okay, so in football, they continue their legacy of uh, playing whoever...
1: Right, now, two years ago, during the COVID season, they were the ACC because they were forced to join a conference once all the conferences started playing again. Because Notre Dame lost in the ACC championship that that
0: year to Clemson, and Clemson, like... Ripped him a new asshole. Oh yeah, they're not ready. A lot of them schools weren't ready to play Clemson right now. I think Clemson right now is on a decline for a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I don't know what it, I'm talking I tell you about.
1: What, later in the show, I will give you my college football final four picks.
0: Please do. Please do later on in the show, and we will take you very seriously because I know you actually know what you're talking about. I don't. So I will well, listen.
1: I hope so, because college football starts
0: this weekend, and I am jacked, son. I am jacked. <laughs> I'm off the weekend, but I also have a, uh, damn, I have a, oh, man, I have a, a Mad Munster party to go to. I got you. Yeah, Dick, Dick Warwick is going to be there. Hell, yeah. The legendary. Movie, legendary. Man. He's legendary, man, because he's been on Halloween, and he's also been on Jaws. Which is going to be released September the 2nd on IMAX, and I can't wait. Oh, I
1: know. I saw a thing for that, too. Problem is, I'm going to be out of town on the
0: 2nd. Oh, man. I was at the movie theater this weekend like for hours. I went to see that new Dragon Ball C, and then I I got to see Nope, uh, Jordan uh, Peele's new one. Nice. Uh,
1: I heard that was coming out on digital this weekend. I may try to watch it.
0: Friday. Friday is coming out okay yeah it's not a bad movie it's just yeah speaking of jaws yeah. it's like the jaws of of sci-fi but not as good as jaws but right uh, there's only one jaws yeah there's only one jaws here's another uh, babe that is on this one hallie mm. berry Yowza. <laughs> was back then she was red hat as an actress she was until they gave her that oscar once they gave her the oscar she simmered down she was also dating uh uh, one of the Atlanta Brave players. Uh,
1: David Justice.
0: David Justice, who was one of the biggest uh, baseball stars in the world at that point.
1: I still have a Dave Justice jersey hanging in my
0: closet. Really? You ever I put did. it on?
1: I was a big Justice fan. He's the reason why we won the 95 World Series.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it was exciting. It was exciting. Yeah. It, was, it was. But, amazing. yeah,
1: Halle Berry, though. Yeah. I mean, she's, I still
0: think she's attractive. Um, no, she's a beautiful woman but i mean you know she's done some shit bombs of movies but i think after they gave her the oscar that's when it started uh that's when it started her career started to simmer down once they gave her the oscar that's my belief remember they asked her to go back and do a uh, storm for the x men and she said no uh yeah you know, it w- it didn't look good for an oscar uh <laughs> for an oscar uh, actress to be doing a uh, Comic Super, book yeah, comic book movies.
1: And then she goes and does fucking
0: Catwoman. Catwoman, yeah. Well, I mean, you get hungry, you have to do something. You gotta make a few bucks, you know? Now she was in a little
1: thriller a couple of years ago called Kidnapped. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but um that's one of those little quick little ninety minute
0: thrillers where this woman's little hmm. boy gets kidnapped and that wasn't a WWE movie, was it? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. But, no, yeah, I don't remember. And this one, Jay, What is, I mean, when they removed the, the, the urine, this guy, and they reintroduced clean urine, is that even... A, it has to be a thing because they wouldn't have been doing it in a movie. Oh, you're talking about the steroid test? Yeah, the steroid monster. He was looking like he was the ultimate warrior at one point in that movie. He was just insane. Well, I mean, that was the one thing about the
1: program. I mean, they tackled... They tried, I should say, tried to tackle a bunch...
0: It was I mean, a good attempt. I mean,
1: a, a bunch of serious issues in the time frame that they have.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was a good attempt.
1: Right. So, yeah, of course, they bring in the steroid issue. And like you said, he's – um, God, what's his name? I'm trying to remember his name. It, anyway, he, big, you know, studded up, roided <laughs> up defensively. Latimer, Steve Latimer. Yeah. Um, I just remember his <laughs> name.
0: Um, yeah, Andrew Brynjarski. Yeah, he
1: played Leatherface in the uh, Texas Chainsaw remake.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he still looks man-a-thing. Yep.
1: He was also in the next movie we were talking about, too, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's an actor and bodybuilder. Yeah, but,
1: uh, yeah, he he played the roided-up defensive guy, Latimer, in the program, and uh, he uh, he's shown, you know, somebody put some clean urine for him for a NCAA drug <laughs> test, and then he gets in trouble for attempted, you know, doing bad things to a lady. And um, in the movie, so they bring that issue to light, um, and then of course in the end, Latimer ends up taking roids anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, no, bro, he was uh, he was crazy because he was doing all kinds of drugs. yeah and then uh, of course he also had the storyline
1: of you know the the young running back trying to win the affection of Halle Berry, who just so happens to already be dating the starting running back. <laughs> <laughs> so you have that little ordeal um you have the the storyline with Heisman hopeful quarterback Joe Kane, who's actually comes from an alcoholic family, and so he's got problems of his own and gets in troubles so and now you have that issue of alcoholism and going to rehab um all kinds of stuff they try to throw at us in this movie man if you think about it, uh-huh, so. But overall, though, I mean, you know, the director of this movie, it was David S. Ward, who is probably best known for directing Major League. And Major League is one of my all-time favorite sports comedies, if not my favorite. But uh, in this one, I mean, Mr. Ward was shooting. He was swinging for the fences, trying to get any kind of social commentary issue in there as he could. But but somehow the movie, even though there's all that social commentary, the movie still works. It's still really entertaining.
0: Oh no, the movie I, I ain't got a problem with the movie. The movie was uh, it was very good. It was entertaining, you know. And James yeah. James can playing the uh, the the coach, you know. And at the end, that basically the way it went off the air, where they all walked out and they're talking about the next kids that they're gonna go and uh and recruit. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, that's how the movie ends. On to the next season, man. Joe Kane's coming back for his senior year. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they talk about replacing Latimer, who's obviously kicked off the team for (laughs) Royce.
0: He he ended up his career crying in the... Yeah, yeah, he knew it was over. Yeah, he knew he couldn't play in uh, in the NFL. Yeah. So, oh, no, the program, good,
1: entertaining football movie. Not the best sports movie or football movie I've ever seen. But I will say, it's it's got cult status now for a reason. So if you've never seen it,
0: I'd definitely give it a watch. It's worth a watch. Now, the next one is a star-studded movie that we have (laughs) going on here. It was directed by the great Oliver Stone. Screenplay by Oliver Stone and John Logan. The story by Daniel Pine and John Logan. And it's based on Any Given Sunday by Pat Tumei. And it was produced by uh, Clayton Townsend. And it stars Al Pacino, Cameron Diaz, Dennis Quaid, James Woods, Jamie Foxx, LL Cool J, Matthew <laughs> Bodine, Charlton Heston, and Margaret. <laughs> and Margaret. I forgot
1: it, Margaret's in
0: that. My God. The widowed wife of the owner
1: of the football
0: team, man. Yeah. I mean, this one is just... Uh... Warner Brothers, uh, they had a budget of $55 million, and they brought in, they doubled their money. They brought in $100.2 I tell you what, you know, I
1: have remember seeing this in the movie theaters with some friends and me loved too.
0: it. Me too, me too, I liked it, I liked this movie. Willie oh, <laughs> and. Oh, Steamin' Willie Beam. The
1: keep the ladies creaming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Really, I, I love this movie. I mean, it's a, just like the program. The only difference, really, as far as entertainment value between this movie and the program is that any given Sunday is like two and a half hours long,
0: and the program is like an
1: hour and forty minutes.
0: Yeah, my only my only complaint about it any given Sunday they should have gotten a bit more serious uh, with the with the ending. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. it should have been uh, more realistic because this a uh, football is such a hard sport that they should have made it a little bit more realistic at the end because they already had a good scene going. And you know, the, when I rewatched this not too
1: long ago, I the one thing I kind of didn't like about the movie as much as I like Cameron Diaz, I thought she was kind of miscast
0: in this movie. Well, she was she was another one from back in that specific uh time period where she was just so red yeah. hot that they had to go with her.
1: Yeah, she was hot as a bottle rocket at the yeah. time. But, I get that, but for some reason it just seemed like she was—I don't want to say too young, but I don't know. Just if I, I just felt like in that role, the female owner of a Miami, you know, NFL or pro football club, I should say, yeah, um, the Miami Sharks. Somebody who would own a team like that, I would think, would be just more uh, would have more grit and determination and have more balls. It just seems like Cameron Diaz's character. This Pagniacci, Um she was just trying to act like she was rough and
0: hard, and she really wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, honorary mention: uh, we have to mention some of the uh, the real uh, cameos that took place for the uh, the the players, the real players like Dick Butkus, uh Pat tome Warren Moon, the great Barry Warren Barry Switzer, Moon. yeah, old Barry Switzer showed up on this man, and Terrell Owens, Emmett Smith. Ricky mm-hmm. Waters and Johnny Unitas, Johnny U, Johnny Ju showed up on this, bro. This is crazy. Johnny U, man, Johnny Unitas. That's
1: one of those guys my dad used to talk about all the
0: time. Yeah, I man, he was a legend.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hey, hey, this this is huge. I mean, this is massive. And if you thought the program had a lot of storylines and social commentary,
0: Any Given Sunday's got about a million of them. Oh, bro, Any Given Sunday's just got a bunch of shit mixed in there. I mean, you got an agent arm getting replaced by the new arm that has all the moves, and it's basically like... You know what
1: it reminds me of? And I'm being honest, that storyline between Dennis Quaid's character and Jamie Foxx? Yeah. The old quarterback and the young quarterback. It reminds me of the 2001 Falcons when we drafted Michael Vick and we still had Chris Chandler as
0: our quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Even the coach was – and even the coach was having a hard time. And he was a great coach, but he was having a hard yep. time trying to figure it out because the league was changing. And Yeah, not, Dan
1: Reese was the head coach at Dan the Dan Reese,
0: yeah. And, you know, and Dan Reese and any other coach back then. That much – and I don't know shit about football, but I know one thing <laughs> – them coaches from back in the day, they didn't want to see their quarterback running around all over the place. No, and they that's w- the
1: type of coach Tony D'Amato, Al Pacino's character,
0: yeah. was. Yeah, and you know what's so crazy? Yesterday I got to see uh, on HBO, I did I did a double feature yesterday. One of them I did on the DVD and the other one shit. Now people are going to think I'm a lazy as fuck. But I was just off. It was just a day off and I was relaxing before my week started today which it already started real rough and it's going to be real rough for the remaining of the week but I can handle it but yesterday I was clearing my mind and I watched uh Al Pacino on HBO Max in his uh the Penn State uh Joe uh, oh, Paterno Joe Paterno he played Joe Paterno Al Pacino Yeah, I've seen
1: that.
0: You seen that movie? With that Yes, uh,
1: I watched
0: it. despicable and disgusting piece of garbage that was Jerry Sandusky yeah, dude, what a piece of trash. My movie. god, they gave him I mean, they were lean on him. Giving him a life sentence is not it's not good enough for that guy. No. I don't I agree with you.
1: But I have seen that movie
0: and I thought Pacino was pretty good in the On on the uh on the Joe Paterno movie? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was excellent. That was excellent. I was laughing my ass up too because I said, "Man, I could almost hear Jay's boys when Jay says there's a lot of overreacting acting going on in this one." Yeah, yeah. Al Pacino, he just, I mean, on on Heat, he really goes all out when he uh, plays Detective Hannah. Oh, and Heat, absolutely. Yeah, Heat is, you know, it's got his moment, Heat, where it's just crazy how Al Pacino has such a big admiration for uh, for, uh, Robert De Niro. For Robert De Niro, yeah. And it's like...
1: They both kind of idolize each other in
0: a way. Yeah, but I mean, it was kind of funny the way they... (laughs) He had admiration because... This guy was a marine, married three times. All he enjoys is being out there putting down the, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he was like uh, maybe uh, Robert De Niro in in any in in Heat. Maybe he was uh, the Joker that Al Pacino was Batman, and he needed him. Probably so,
1: but the way you just described this character in Heat, Vincent Hanna. Yeah, is actually a lot of the character traits in Coach De- Tony D'Amato in Any Given Sunday.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know... You know the,
1: Pacino does great in playing kind of... not really burned out characters, but just kind of like on the edge.
0: On the edge. On the edge. Yeah. He like, really like, doesn't give a shit. No, he was like... <laughs> yeah, man. It was... It was uh, yeah, it was kind of... it was. I mean, they still have his speech... From uh from Heat, they still use it in a lot of videos for uh for like inspirational stuff. Oh yeah, I know it. Gentlemen, we are in hell. <laughs> the <laughs> only we can only crawl out of here.
1: My favorite line in Heat, I love this part. Uh they are interviewing this guy that's having an affair with Val Kilmer's wife. I needed to take a
0: second who uh that in in heat in uh in heat oh yeah that was the he was a uh they had had him for for transporting cigarettes, yeah, and they well, knew that you he,
1: know, was, he was you know he was uh sleeping with uh val Kilmer's wife in the movie
0: yeah which that's the whole book the that this book oh, the heat 2, it's all about uh val Kilmer's and character. And also, uh, I mean, they should have made that movie, man. I don't know how the hell Michael (laughs) Mann didn't have the... uh, I don't know. The pull to make it. What I was going
1: to say was that my favorite line in Heat, you know, they're interviewing that guy. Yeah. And uh, they're asking him why, you know, he's pretty much having sex with this guy's wife. And before he answers, Pacino goes, because she's got a green ass. And you have your head all the way up it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and when I think of big asses.
1: Yeah, it is something about asses. <laughs>
0: That's my favorite line in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> oh. But
1: any given Sunday, Pacino does a good job in this movie, too. Yeah. And this, is not, this isn't a typical Pacino I mean, like, film. It's I mean, not even a typical Oliver Stone
0: film, either. Look at here. our way back into the light (laughs) we can climb out of hell one inch at a time now I can't do it for you you know when you get old in life things get taken from you. I mean that's,
1: that's part of life but you only learn that when you start
0: losing stuff You find out life's this game of inches. The margin for error is so small, I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need
1: are everywhere around us.
0: They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. We tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. We
1: claw with our fingernails. <laughs> Let's go run through a fucking brick wall, boys.
0: Man, you're a young kid out there in high school or in college and that man starts talking to you like that, you can see how this cat's come out of that uh that dress room or that locker room Oh Yeah, that's definitely words.
1: one of the more underrated uh sports speeches and movies, I think. Yeah. Nobody really ever talks about it as much as the others.
0: Yeah, I mean and, I don't know of who they stole it from. That had to be something some coach used somewhere. Uh-huh. It
1: could have been, but that was
0: just a perfect example of Pacino doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was. I mean, that was he was one of the main reasons why this movie was so successful. You know, you had a big time director like Oliver Stone, and then you have Al Pacino in there, and (laughs) I think this is the second time that they worked together since Scarface, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah.
1: Stone wrote Scarface as well. He didn't direct it, but he No, he didn't.
0: He wrote uh, it. He wrote it. Yeah, Brian De Palma directed Scarface. Yeah, Brian De Palma. The great yeah. Brian De Palma. Boy, he knew oh, it. Yeah. Brian De Palma was a badass, bro. He
1: was, man. That's the director that was not afraid to take any chances. But Oliver Stone, you know, at this point in Oliver Stone's career, I mean, he was still a pretty big name.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. There was a lot of stuff going on with this movie and talking about uh the people that turned down the role of this uh of this uh in this movie, uh Robert De Niro was uh one of the the Oliver Stone Oliver Stone had two choices and that was Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Of course he went with uh with Al. And mm-hmm. Henry Rollins, he was offered, you know, he was in heat. He was the the weasel that went yep. around doing all of Ben Sands dirty, going and getting Ben Sands a coffee. Until, yeah, <laughs> until yeah. Robert he, was, he was the little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, until Robert De Niro went and cap his ass when he was in that that hill, the mansion. Yep. Know, Robert De Niro, yeah, yeah. But uh, Henry Rowland, he, he dropped out because he said he could not make a uh, a, a believable a believable with his size. And guess who was okay. going to be Willie Beeman? Who? Sean P. Diddy Combs, who was a big-time oh seller. Solo-
1: God,
0: thank God that didn't turn out. Yeah, well, he he dropped. He said uh, there was rumors that he could not throw the ball convincingly. I mean, that fucking ball is hard to throw, man. You got to have a special arm to throw that ball. Oh, I agree. Man, you put them pads on me, I couldn't throw that ball from here to two two feet in front of me. I'd love
1: to find a story online about that whole
0: situation. I couldn't throw that. And then, uh, Cooper Gooden Jr., he met with Oliver Stone, they're saying, but... uh, Ah man, he already had played a football player in Jerry Maguire, so they were not they were not that that crazy about him. And Chris Stalker turned down the role too. Well Cooper Good Jr. was too busy filming Daddy Day Camp 2 or some shit. I don't know. And George Clooney was offered the role of Jack Rooney, but he turned it down.
1: That would have been a cool casting
0: idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were going all out for this one. This thing had a this thing had big time, big time budget.
1: Oh, yeah, and if I remember right, this movie came out right around Christmas time, Christmas season. Um, I think it, too, was one of the last big movies released in uh, the 20th century, 1999.
0: Yeah, yep, December the 22nd, 1999, release date, Warner Brothers. I'm tired of being right. You're always right when it comes to... Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm not some
1: self, self-sufficient self bastard. Ah, that, like that. That's alright,
0: bro. That's alright. But yeah, that was one of the, the last movies to be released in that century. Oh, 157 minutes of pure emotion and action and, and stuff. Like I said, my only my only thing about this movie was that uh, eh, the ending was not that... It was not that believable. Yeah...
1: I didn't mind the ending, but I'm with you. I think it could have been better.
0: It seemed a little rushed. Yeah, do you remember that, that that uh No, that this was a good one. The NFL show that came out in uh or I don't know if it was NFL was a fake uh football drama that came out on ESPN once that the league was so upset at ESPN. The Playmakers? Ah, uh, was that what it was called? I, I'm not positive. It wasn't, I don't remember. Cuba, it, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother was in it. You were, yeah. Pro- I think it was playmakers. That that thing was intense, bro. I don't. I don't remember watching that. Man, that thing even had a player that was homosexual and was hiding his uh, his uh, his sex orientation. He had a player that was going through all kinds Which of ha- what happened. Huh?
1: Yeah.
0: It was a player. I, oh, that's true stuff. That's true stuff, man. And the league was upset. There was a player that was going through uh through weight problems. He needed to keep his weight to keep his job, but at the same time, he was going through all kinds of health issues. There was another yeah. guy who was just basically had concussions, and he was puking all over the place in the middle of the night and shitting on himself and wetting the bed and all kind. Man, the league was upset at ESPN. Because that's a barbaric. That's probably, why I
1: that's probably why the show didn't last very long, man. <laughs> no,
0: because you know the 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 league. You know they needed that Monday Night Football. You know you can't piss off uh, the the NFL for too long and get away with it. You know even ESPN. Yeah. So yeah, they call it a day. They 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 they, they basically stuff. There was no second season, even though it was red hot. Well.
1: I, I tell you what, man, I wonder if they got the playmakers idea from any given Sunday
0: because uh it sounds like they were trying to tackle a lot of the same issues. Yeah, they were t- they I mean any given Sunday was was out there, but you know, to be honest with you, the league does not like this kind of movie. No, man, it tells too much of the truth. Yeah, because that's a barbaric sport. That ain't no no CC sport. <laughs> that shit is <laughs> that it is real. We're, we're we're watching every Sunday. We're watching growing ass men. Give each other concussions. Pretty <laughs> <Free> much. <laughs> yeah. I know. And, and bet
1: on it. Some of us.
0: <laughs> and some bet on it, and some enjoy the shit out of it, and some. There is one guy that goes to the uh, Panther games, uh-huh. and that bastard sits in the nosebleeds, and he drinks his local IPAs. He has, like, four it, of them. Hell, yeah. Boy, he has a hard time walking down them stairs to make it home. I bet he, I bet he does. <laughs> He, boy, he, uh, like, wow. Four Speaking of them, local, of big, big
1: shout-out. let get into some college football real
0: quick. Okay, Jay, we're going to head there. Big shout-out to the, to Noda Brewing in here in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and Sycamore Brewing. And by the way, they don't pay me nothing. They don't endorse me. They don't have any kind. It's just a good beer, a good local beer. If Jay has any local beers in Georgia that he wants to uh, give him a shout-out, but I wanted to say, uh, Noda Brewing and uh, Sycamore because I know I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be partaking in some of those IPAs as soon as the weather changes here soon. I feel you, man. I'm I
1: haven't been drinking a whole lot recently. I've been just been really busy. I've been really busy with stuff at work and at the house and. No, i i so.
0: I've been folks. I've been I've been sober the last four four shows. <laughs> I've been doing good. That's a new. Damn, Guinness Book of World Records, folks. That's right. <laughs> Mr. Soon-to-be ex-Paduru Rojo set a record for sobriety. <laughs> During the show, yeah, yeah. I've been behaving. I've been behaving. I, 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 yeah, me too, man. Me too. Once the weather changed, I don't know. I mean, like, um, last night. I, I, still
1: was, that, I still got
0: that I freak in me, you know what I mean? That freak on a leash. I come out <laughs> one day. New Orleans, the, September. The first week of September, New Orleans. Yeah, uh, we leave a
1: week from Friday.
0: Yep. So Jay, yeah, we're last words on any given Sunday. We can both agree this thing was exciting. I recommend anybody to go watch this movie, because this movie is uh, it's worth the watch.
1: Hey, sit down, watch it. Your brain off and watch some really good actors
0: playing a football movie. That's really what it's about. And it's so. the one football movie that even girls would watch it and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's getting it a cult following, a cult status for a reason. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. it's not something that takes itself too seriously. It's just a movie, a football movie with plenty of action,
0: plenty of characters, plenty of great actors, so why not? Yeah. Jay, the part where Al Pacino is uh, with a young girl in the bed (laughs) watching the movie. That was
1: Jesse Spano from Saved by the Bell.
0: Yeah, but everybody thought that uh, when you're watching the movie, you think, oh, you know, he's a big-time NFL, I mean, big-time college football uh, coach, so... He's getting all the girls, and then all of a sudden he's paying her, and she's a cold girl.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Hey, Jesse Spano. I forget what's her name. Elizabeth Berkeley. That's who that actress was. Yeah. yeah I didn't know the one from Showgirls.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She plays the uh, cold girl to Al Pacino in this one. So, Jay, here we go, folks. Tatatatatan. Jay is town to. is going to College
1: football starts this weekend. However, the big games do not start until next weekend. Week this till, weekend there's week a lot of like of the lower conferences, some of the lower end schools from the bigger conferences. Like I, I think Nebraska plays this weekend. Um, but officially, college football starts this weekend. And in honor of that, and in honor of our football movies, I, Jay Linderman, will be giving you my college football playoff final four and here we go and also at the end I will give you another four teams that I like so alright number one of course I have Alabama Crimson Tide Bowl Tide Bama Lamb let's go Saban mm-hmm. said Alabama was uh, they
0: better
1: go rebuild, was rebuilding last year mm-hmm. so even though we you know barely lost in the national title game I say barely <laughs> lost because Bama had their B team out there but yeah, whatever yeah um, so I got Alabama, number one. Number two, I have Ohio State. Ohio State did not even make the playoff last year, and they got beat by Michigan at Michigan. And what was actually a really cool game, because it snowed the whole time, but uh, I think Ohio State is very talented. They have a, I think they have a really good coach, Ryan Day. Um, they got some experienced players coming back. And I think they're going to get their revenge on Michigan. So I got Ohio State number two. Number three, I have the University of Utah from the Pac-12. Let me tell you why. Uh, Pac-12 is not what it used to be, folks. It is not a, a powerhouse conference as what it used to be. However, USC is slowly starting to come back. They just hired Lincoln Riley away from Oklahoma and uh, he brought a quarterback with him that's supposed to be pretty damn good, but I think they're still about a year or so away, um, as far as recruiting and signees of players. USC's done a so-so job, but Lincoln Riley will get his footing, and he will have that program back on track, just not this year. So I'm thinking Utah, who's got a lot of players coming back, and they were good last year. They just had one loss, I, I believe, one or two, so I think Utah runs the table in the Pac-12, and they make the playoff. So that's number three. Number four, again, I have the defending champion,
0: University of Georgia Bulldogs. Boo! Why do I,
1: do Why do I have two SEC teams
0: in here? <laughs> because that's the only conference that's going to be able to produce two uh, clash of a champion teams that are going to go. I see
1: the same scenario in SEC playing out this year as it did last year. Bama and Georgia meet in the SEC title game. Uh Bama wins, going undefeated, so they're number one. And Georgia goes into the game undefeated, but they lose to Bama in the SEC title game, so they drop to number four. That's why I have Georgia at number four. However, I do want to say this about the SEC. The SEC West is coming up quick. they got a lot of really good teams. So Bama's about to have some competition. Okay. And my
0: next four, real quick like. Uh, so, is there a chance that the War Eagles this year can throw a wrench in all of this? There's always a chance. Uh huh.
1: There's always a chance because Alabama and Auburn have been, you know, rivals, rivals forever. Forever. Yes. forever. Yeah. So, and it really doesn't matter what the record is.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: I mean, those two teams, it's normally always close.
0: Well, the game is taking place where this year?
1: Tuscaloosa, thank God.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. No, there's this year I don't see it, but okay.
1: Yeah, because we played at Auburn last year. So, and my next forward real quick, um, I'll, I'm going to say Clemson. I uh, think they're going to be down a little bit, but they play in a really, like, really weak conference in the ACC. Yes. So, if they go undefeated in the ACC, they could make the
0: playoff. Well, we can take Ohio but, out and put them in.
1: Right. Um. So you could put Clemson Please. in there. But they do play Wake Forest, and Wake Forest is a school that's ranked 24th going into the season. They have a outstanding quarterback, and Sam Hartwell, who's going to miss some time, I think, at the beginning of the season. I think it's due to injury or something like that. Three, three games is expected to miss. Right. So I'm not sure when Clemson plays Wake, but if Clemson can beat Wake and turn run the table the ACC, they could get in. Um, Michigan could get in if they can beat Ohio State again, which I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Yeah, Ohio State uh,
1: is. Texas a and could get in if they can beat Bama again, but I don't think that's going to happen because they beat Bama last year. Yes. Um, the fourth team is really up in the air. I'm, I'm just going to throw Notre Dame in there. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, they got a brand new coach this year and all that, so who knows what their team's going to look like. Um, but I'm just want to throw them in there because I think they've been really underrated in the past couple of years. Even though they have made the playoff and stuff, um, but I, I, Notre Dame's still got a solid program, so I'm I'm going to put them as the other four. And that's my college football picks. Oh, you go like- mark them. Hey, slice them, dice them, flame them, fry them. Do what you want to. No,
0: you had you had me you had me uh, stunned there when you mentioned Utah.
1: Yeah, I thought about it, but Utah's been really good. For They've been a few good. Years. They've
0: been good. Yeah, that's why. That's why you know to have yeah, just.
1: I, I think if they can beat USC in the Pac-12, then they 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 can win that conference undefeated.
0: Yeah, I just man, I want to see four powerhouses at the end. Like I don't, I'm not sold on Ohio. Ohio.
1: Well there's always one there's always one team out of the four that slips in from a you know, that's like a lower school or or a lower conference. Like last year it was Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. We knew that wasn't going anywhere. And then in you know, years past it's been Michigan State. Man. Uh Washington Huskies. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why that's another reason why I put Utah in there.
0: Yeah, so we're more likely there's a big chance, 98% chance, that we see the awful, God-forsaken Bulldogs take on the, the, the Alabama Creeks and Tide one more time.
1: Well, we'll see, man. We'll see. I think it's heading that way. Uh, but like I said, the SEC West, Arkansas, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Um LSU got a new coach. A&M's good. I mean, that whole little side of the SEC is about to be really, really good.
0: There you have it, folks. Jay Linderman just told you where you got to put your money in if you want to get paid. Come January. There you go. Then we'll do the uh, the NFL another day. Jay will give us the uh, his predictions. Yeah, I'll we'll do. I do NFL picks and stuff like. The the week before the first week happens. Give them Jay. We we have like ten minutes uh to kill. Give them a, a sleeper for their fantasy, so then they can regret it when they don't pick them.
1: Well, I don't
0: know,
1: because um, I actually have my fantasy football draft this Sunday. Oh,
0: um, uh, so you don't Sunday want to 9th. give nothing away? Huh? You don't want to give nothing away right now because no, no, be I just
1: can't. It's hard without a list in front of me. It's hard to it's yeah. hard to pin anybody. But I mean, there's a I forget his name now. But he plays for the New York Jets. He's a wide receiver, and he's going to be really, really good. He played last night. I can't remember his name, but uh, wide receiver, young Ricky, wide receiver from the Jets, okay. drafted. For him. Um, he's going to be good. You know, I was telling myself if I was going to be the first overall pick, I was going to take the running back from the Colts, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> That's going to be my number one pick if I can. <laughs> I don't know what my I don't know what my draft order is yet.
0: So don't pick Chris and McCaffrey.
1: No, nah, man, I want to win.
0: <laughs> Shut up! I know we got Baker May- Mayfield starting out <laughs> this year. <laughs>
1: I saw Baker, 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 the touchdown maker. He's starting for the Kitty Cats out there in Carolina.
0: Yeah, that's right. We're gonna beat. We're gonna beat the Browns on game one. Yeah, he probably will, and I agree with you. Yeah, then we're gonna go and run the table and win it all the way through to the Super Bowl.
1: Well, I will be at the Falcons' opening game this year, week one against the Saints here in Atlanta. Where, well, uh, we're I'll, taking my son for his birthday.
0: I'm uh, more likely I'll be at the opening. Panthers and Browns once my schedule comes out because unlike Jay I'm not a professional Uh, I don't have a career job a professional job so I have to wait for my schedule to come out I shouldn't talk like that I just don't have a set schedule I work at a very good place yeah but I I I gotta wait for the, the, the the schedule to come out because I don't I have a you know my hours are not set, so but I do want to go to opening day because I've been to opening day of baseball so many times and I have never made it to opening day of football. I've been to one opening.
1: Well, a while ago though. That's probably about twenty years ago. Wow, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm pretty pumped, and in the and the game falls on
0: my son's birthday, so that
1: makes it cool. No, oh,
0: that'll be cool. Happy birthday yeah. to the young man. Yeah. September eleventh. Can you believe it? Yeah. Oh, damn, your cat and my your my cat and your son have the same birthday. <laughs> yeah, same birthday. Oh, oh good old Brutus turns twelve. I gotta go check on good old Brutus. I haven't heard from him in a while. Oh Charlie's passed out on the carpet. Really? That's maybe what Brutus is doing, taking a nap somewhere. Sometimes you gotta check on him when he's taking when when he's quiet because he's never yeah. a dull moment in this house with that cat. <laughs> so, Jay, let's send him home, baby
1: it's been a wonderful night discussing football movies, two cult classic football movies. And I hope everybody enjoyed our uh, college football picks here tonight. Uh, of course, you never know what's going to happen in that crazy sport. So let's see how well I do by the end of the season. We'll see if my final
0: four is still still available. But
1: uh, it's been fun, man. I can't wait the next week.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. It's been fun. And to everybody out there, next week, Trust us, we're going to be doing some horror. We ain't going to let you know what it is, but we are going to be talking about some horror. Let's do it. For all of our horror hounds out there. So, for the great Jay Lenderman, I am Pat Rojo for the moment being. And this has been Tales from the Abyss. Stay safe out there, America. Stay sharp.